Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the West Jerk Entrepreneur. Thanks for joining us. I hope your uh, summer as it's winding down is going as well or as refreshing, as relaxing as you hoped. Um, and in case it's not, I got a solution for you. Um, we are having our next event at the newest brewery in Buffalo, the Briar Brothers Brewery. And it's going to be August 15th, a Monday at 5.30 p.m., um, it's on Elk Street, in case you're looking up for the address. And we have the entire brewery to ourselves. So if you love trying new beer or at least supporting new local businesses, come check us out on Monday, August 15th. We actually RSCP ahead of time because RSCPs will sell out per usual. And we'll go from there. So let's bring our guest in. Let's bring it Lindsay Amico. She is the founder and CEO of Picture Perfect Mind. And so, Lindsay, how does one become a life coach? How did that kind of come about? I got to imagine you just didn't wake up one day and it happened, or, or maybe it did. You tell me. Yeah. So I went to school to be in the nonprofit field because I've always had a passion for helping people. I've always wanted my work to be very passion driven. And it really was, I was working at my job, which I loved. And I started seeing things, you know, coaching had become a little more popular and I started seeing some certifications and things. And instantly it was this like knowing it was like this gut reaction of this is something that I might be interested in. Um, I personally have had a lot of blocks or, you know, doubts or anxieties or second guessing myself. So I was like, I would love to be able to help other people with this. There's so many of us that struggle to get to where we want to be in any area of our life. So if I'm, if I'm able to help people to really figure out what is stopping me, why haven't I, whether it's health, whether it's, why haven't I gone after the job? Why haven't I started the business? Why am I not living my fullest expression of self? So instantly there was something that was, I was drawn to it. And one thing led to another, I got certified. I started coaching people and my passion and business really grew from there. Yeah. So for those that don't know your background before you actually did this, I thought it was really cool of the backgrounds that you kind of had and how you always were kind of involved in different things. So if you don't mind, give us a quick yeah. synopsis of that. Yeah, absolutely. So I went to school at Northeastern University. I got my degree in political science and environmental studies. It's funny because I started as a psych major. So everything has really come full circle. It was one of those things where I started becoming really interested in environmental justice and I changed paths. But so I went to school. I came home back to Buffalo, of course. And I was working in the administrative field because it was really difficult. I graduated at the beginning of 2013. So we were still in the recession. It was difficult to find a job. And then eventually I got to Roswell Park. As anyone in Western New York knows, Roswell Park is an incredible organization. Um, I was working at Tobacco Free Erie Niagara through Roswell Park, and I was helping students to really learn about how the tobacco industry targets them to start smoking. Mm -hmm. And so the work was really amazing. It was incredible. I was, I was helping young people every day. I was making a big impact. Um, and I just, like I said, I just, I didn't realize I would have that deviation <laughs> in my career, but I'm someone that has a lot of different interests. I kind of follow my gut and whether it's going to be a career thing or it's going to be a hobby or it's going to be something just for fun. 
And I told you the story, but I do think it's very interesting where I was getting deeper into coaching and I was getting some clients and I was thinking it'd be great to work for myself. Like anyone who's an entrepreneur (laughs) kind of has that knowing of that would be really amazing. Yes. It's a lot of work. And so also my, my dad owns his own company. And so I've always seen him growing and expanding and being out in the community and making his own hours and and just working so hard. And I think I was like, I would love to just be able to have that freedom. As we know, freedom doesn't necessarily come easy in that way. But I was like, that would be so amazing. So I, I said out loud or to myself, you know, universe, whatever you believe in, higher power, universe, intuition. If I'm supposed to leave Roswell, like show me how, because Roswell is such an incredible organization. Like, am I really supposed to work for myself? And then we didn't receive our grant funding for my position. And it was one of those things where I was like, holy crap, Roswell was incredible and trying to like maneuver it for me to stay. And I was like, I I was like, I think I need to go. I think I need to try this. I think I need to take the leap, even though it was incredibly scary And shortly after that, the pandemic happened and so many other challenges came up, but I think that's a part of life too, right? Yeah. So I have to ask. So, I mean, there's so many questions that go through my head. So, yeah. so let me just fire some at you and I'll do two at a time because believe it or not, that's tough for me to even do. So I'd love for you to nail down a misconception misconception because, you know, uh, I'm sure there's misconceptions you probably get um uh for 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 being what you for doing what you do obviously for helping people and staying aligned I want to ask what does being aligned mean which we'll go to that later because like I said I want to do 18 different questions at once here but I got to imagine when someone says I want to help people I want to be a life coach I really want to help people get to to how I've gotten myself to where I am today do you just roll it up on like social media do you throw pamphlets around do you start calling these corporate you know how does that for me coming from a marketing background that's where I always go to. So you can answer that in any way, a misconception. Yeah. And then how does, how does one grab clients as a, as a coach right off the bat? Is it just throwing it into the universe or, or what? Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. It was, it was a sometimes throwing spaghetti at the wall kind of thing, which I think is something we all go through. If you start your own business, you're trying to be like, what works for me? Um, I think a misconception, I mean, unfortunately the coaching industry, there's so many people that call themselves coaches. They might not be certified or they are certified. And, you know, there's some people that are just like, oh, I want to be a coach. But I think a misconception is sometimes between coaching and therapy. They're two different things. Coaching is more future focused. And I would also say that there's a difference between being a coach and a consultant. So a consultant is there to be like, I have the answer for you. I come in, I know, you know, you need um, assistance with real estate, right? I come in, I have the answer. I really believe as a coach, what we're supposed to do is come in and know that your client has the answers for themselves. Um, I can, of course, provide assistance. I can provide suggestions. I can say this is what's worked for another one of my clients. But if you come to me and you want to start a stress reduction routine, I'm not going to come to you and be like, here's a step-by-step process. We're going to talk about it. I'm going to ask you the questions to really get into things that you don't even realize. The more questions we ask, the more we get to the core of what's happening. 
So I would say that's more of a misconception of like, what is a coach versus consultant versus therapist? And I think they all hold incredible value, you know? You, you, bring, um, you bring up such a good point, Lindsay, you really do, because I was always kind of wondering the differences. And uh, and for those that listen to our show consistently, you'll, you'll know that I'm a huge avid believer in having uh, a coach of some type, whether it's business or personal um, or anything that you really want to grow in that season of your life. I'm such an avid person of it. And one thing I loved about coaching um, over the years is that they really help you become a greater leader because instead of this giving, because for example, they just give me the answers that I always have to go to them for the next answer. But if they teach me how to process and how my brain is wired and how, I, why I'm feeling the way I am to kind of, so they kind of like almost rewire our brains like, oh, that makes sense because we're, so many times we want the answers and we don't want to get the dirty work to do that. But if we really want to become great leaders and leading ourselves, I think a, a coach is such a great way because it really, that impact is, is lasting way beyond those sessions. Absolutely. Yeah. And not to come to you to say, well, here's something, I mean, you could say, here's something you could try. Have you tried this yet? But knowing that you probably know exactly where to go next in your business, in your life, you're just feeling conflicted because you're in your own feelings, you're in your own thoughts. And, and it just gets really fuzzy up there. Sometimes we're in the day to day we're going, we're like, Oh, I want to figure out this workout routine. I, I want to figure out this conflict I'm having with a coworker. I want to figure out my next step, but how do you really get there? If you don't really take the time to sit down, process and sort it out and I also like to teach people how to self-coach. So it's like, you don't necessarily have to come to me, but when you start to learn the process of coaching, you can bring those questions in. You start to recognize your own patterns of self-sabotage or doubt or conflicting thoughts. Then you can kind of go from there. And then in terms of marketing, circling back to your other question, <laughs> um, that has been a journey. What I originally you know, I really just started with networking. Like I said, I saw it from my dad. He He's owned his own business for, I think it's been about 20 years now. And he's always been present in the community. He's at all of the networking events. He's such a people person. And I've always been a people person. And I've always really believed in relationships and giving. Giving from a place of, I'm not even expecting you to give back to me. Giving from a place of I genuinely, once again, coming back to helping people and impact is really important to me. And so I started there. I started going to networking events. I started to talk about what I did. And then I started to realize that I really wanted to be more of a B2B business. I wanted to work with other businesses. I started seeing, this is so cool. I get to give a presentation to 500 people and I get to have this greater impact. And then really, I've been loving LinkedIn. Because that's where the folks are that are like, oh, we could really use a wellness session at our organization. You know, our employees have been so stressed out from the pandemic. I would love to be able to provide a series to them. So that's really where I've kind of found my niche. Um, and then from there, folks want to work with me one-on-one. -on -one. So that's, but for a while I was like, you know, do I want my presence to be on Facebook? Do I want, and we know in marketing, you can do so many different things. So it's like, oh my gosh. And then I'm sure people ask, so, hey, can you do this for that? And do that for that? And so many times yes. you want to say yes, because you want to be everything to everyone. 
Um, but niching down, I think is just so important knowing, I understand in the beginning, you kind of got to do a little bit of everything, right. but, um, but as you get more established or more clients, you can really niche down to what a you're passionate about and, and B what you really want to be to other people. Cause we, you know, as you know, that's, that's part of not being aligned, which we're going to talk about next. And, you know, from, yeah. from my standpoint, it's like, you're trying to be everything to everyone, you know, like, um, and, uh, one of my favorite quotes is, uh, stop trying to make everybody happy. You, you're not a taco. And everyone, you know, so I'm sorry if you don't like tacos, but most people do. Okay. So yes, I um, get it though. I love tacos. Who does? Yeah, we all do. We're taco Tuesday all day. In fact, today is Tuesday. So taco Tuesday. Um, So that's hilarious. So I would love to ask you this question if that's cool. Um, So in your opinion, what is self-care? Because that is a word Mm -hmm. that can be thrown around so easily and it can mean so many different things. And how can it actually be extremely beneficial to your business? Like, why should you actually care? Not just your business, but your life. Right. I I feel like self-care is this, it's viewed at as our, in our society, I would say as more of an extra or a selfish act or oh, it's about bubble baths or it's about getting a massage or it's about, you know, getting your hair done or whatever. But self-care to me is really developing a relationship with yourself. So in your day-to-day life, like, do you have something I'd love to ask you, do you have something that you go to, to reduce stress, whether it's 10 minutes or an hour? You know what I like to do is I like to decompress. I like to decompress what went well, what went wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and just everything in between, how am I feeling and things of that nature? I like to so it's a mental, is it a writing or is it a processing? Honestly, I, I'll just sit in my car or because sometimes they have, because obviously I, you know, I just like you, you, I'm married. And before I get yeah. to interact with human beings again, I like to decompress for five, seven minutes to just kind of go over my day again. The good, what the, happened? it was a great day, but I still want to decompress that and kind of re over, go over that. So is it like you're talking out loud or is it like you're thinking? I'm thinking, I do think out loud and I do talk to myself out loud. I always feel like if there was a camera or reality show in my truck, right? This guy talks. Oh my God, it'd be crazy. I'm the same way. I'm definitely like an auditor, like I need to vocalize uh, my thoughts. So, but yeah, that's a perfect example of self-care where you want to spend some time going over the day, you give your, maybe you do some deep breath work or whatever it is for you. But if you were like, oh, I just got to get inside and I I don't have time for this, right? That's denying yourself something that you know is going to help your mental health. Self-care could be mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, energetic. It can be going to the gym. It can be getting to bed earlier. It can be, you know, setting goals with your partner. It can be anything that you know is going to really assist you to become who you're evolving into every single day. Yeah, that is, that is so good. Um, my next question is, what are some, and I love this question, by the way, um, what are some questions we can start to ask ourselves when we're thinking about living an aligned life? That is a loaded question. That's a lot to talk about. Yeah. So what are some questions we can start uh, as entrepreneurs ourselves asking when we're thinking about living an aligned life and what does that even mean? What does a a aligned life even mean? Again, it can be something that's thrown around a lot, but what does it actually mean? At least to you, Lindsay. 
Well, and I feel like first we have to define what does aligned mean? And my definition is living a life that feels good. Now we don't, we can't feel good 100% of the time. Life is duality, right? We go through challenges, we go through sickness, or we go through family things, or there's so many things we've all been through the pandemic, which has been huge. So we have to define what alignment is. To me, it just means awareness of my life, awareness of my values, awareness of of what feels good. Mm -hmm. And so once we can get to that and be like, okay, here's what alignment is. And it's different for all of us. To you, alignment might be, I work 10 hours a day and I love making money and money is amazing. And I love adding more and more to someone else. It could be, you know what? I love working 20 hours a week. And I love doing these other things in the community and I'm building a family. Like this is different for everyone. And also noting this changes throughout our lives, right? You could have this year of like crushing it and your go, go, go. And then maybe next year you decide I'm going to take some time off and I'm going to travel. So, but I think the problem is for many of us, we're just on autopilot. We're just going, we're surviving, we're getting through it. And sometimes you have to be there. But I think when we start to ask our questions of, am I in alignment? What does my day-to-day look like? And does that feel good? Or does that feel restrictive? Does that feel like something I chose to do or something I should be doing, right? And we're we're not talking about changing everything overnight because let's face it, a lot of us, have to, we really do have to do some things. We have to support ourselves. We have to support our families. So I am not going to come in there and just like blow everything up, but let's take one aspect and start to shift that. Hey, really quick. I just interrupt your podcast really quick to ask you a simple question from one of our business sponsors of the Western Entrepreneur Podcast. Do you need a lawyer? If you own a business, then yes. From business formation, operating agreements, corporate contracts, licensing agreements, and employment contracts to business litigation, every business needs a great lawyer in its corner. The business attorneys at Rump Base, Falls Grab Cunningham, customize every solution to the needs of your business while keeping you in compliance of local, state, and federal laws. Visit our website today at rumpbase.com. That's R-U-P-P-B-A-S-E. Dot com rump base falls graph cunningham people at law now back to your podcast it is and it's so good and i was actually you kind of beat me to the next question say so i gotta imagine this comes in seasons different what you want for different seasons so for me you know i like to do things in quarters you know quarters throughout the year i like to reflect every quarter and i like to think about what is again decompress went well what went wrong am i in track for my goals this year because i do set goals you know with, and every year it's different some are more financial some are more spiritual some are more relational some are more business some are everything is so different and as you know life can change just like that and very quickly so mm-hmm. our i got to imagine alignment can change so quickly in today especially in today's world things are just constantly yeah. shifting especially as a business owner so i want to so i want to stop for a second and just Talk to our audience for a second. So, hey, me and Lindsay want to talk to you for a second. What has stuck out to you so far? What do you need to get aligned in? What is something you need more aware? I'm using her lingo just so you guys know this isn't me. So, like, what are you need to be more aware of? What do you need to do less of? What feels 
restrictive right now Mm -hmm. in your life? And what do you feel like there's a pattern that you kind of want to get out of right now? How are you feeling? Like, seriously, how's your heart? How are things going? And I think that's so important to pay attention to that and reflect on that because we can keep moving forward. But next thing you know, a year goes by, four years go by, and we realize that we were never really fully aligned with our values. We were never really becoming the man or woman that we were meant to be. And maybe just more of an image that other people want us to be or life or culture. So I just want you to reflect on that for a moment. What does that mean for you? What did, what did Lindsay say that stuck out to you? And, and if something really stuck out to you so far, do us a favor and do her a favor, because I'm sure she'd love to hear this. Maybe send her a message. We'll, she'll be tagged in, in this and we'll put it in her bio. Maybe something that stuck out to you that you like, I really love this or this really hit me hard or you know what, this really made me think. We'd love to hear that. So so thanks for that so far, uh, so far, far Lindsay. Um, a next question we have here is what is the first step someone should take uh, as a business owner if they feel like their life is off track, going off the rails or just not where they want to be? Because often we can feel that way. Yes. So for me, this is probably an interesting answer, but for me, the first step is having some compassion for ourselves. I think we're very quick to give compassion to other people. Um, We're quick to give to other people. And for ourselves, we're very critical. We're kind of our own worst inner critic. So especially when things aren't going well, maybe like we haven't had the best quarter or we just know that our health is suffering and we're incredibly stressed, something isn't going right, we tend to just want to come down on ourselves. At least that's how I am. Mm -hmm. And really the first step here has to be some compassion for ourselves to say, I've been doing the best that I possibly have been doing at this moment. So we can create more of a foundation of safety and not forcing. Once we're more safe and we're like, okay, this is where I am. I'm coming into a place of acceptance with it. Then we can start to make a shift. Then we can start to ask the questions of, okay, so it feels like my life is going off the rails or it feels like it's off track. What's really off track about this? Um, What might make me feel like I'm on track? What are some of the emotions that I want to feel on a daily basis that unfortunately I'm not feeling now. So really defining once again, what is on track mean to you? And also what's controllable here? Because sometimes life feels out of control, whether it's once again, the pandemic that has been very much out of our control. Um, Maybe it's someone sick in your family or you yourself are dealing with some health issues. Where do you have control? What is one thing you can begin to do that's going to have a great impact to increase your sense of control today? I think it's so good. And again, you and I are made from the same cloth, just self-reflecting, self-reflecting. I got to imagine the more we know ourselves as business owners, the the happier we are more, or just, again, I'll keep using that word aligned. We just feel super aligned. Not that things are going right. Not that circumstances are perfect. Not that things are going so well as planned because, you know, that doesn't happen. It always looks different than how we uh, visioned it most of the time. But when we're aligned with who we are, we can make way better decisions. We can filter out the things that we were made to do. And I think that's so important. I feel like, I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe you see it that way as too. I feel like that's where we miss the point in the Mm. aspects in our lives. I feel like it's just not shouted out loud enough. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think a lot of us are living lives that other people wanted us to live, or we're living lives out of a space of wanting to belong mm -hmm. and wanting to feel safe and wanting to feel like here's my spot in life. And I would never, you know, some of us love, I would never say if you like your nine to five, or you just like that structure, or you're in HR, or you're an accountant, or whatever you do, and you love working for an organization, great. Mm -hmm. um, I'm also getting my career coaching certification. So that's pretty cool, too, to be able to dive into like, what do you what's missing right now? And and where are you doing things right? Coming back to the should. Mm -hmm. Are we shoulding all over ourselves? Yeah. Or are we are we yeah, just that's a nice clean way to day? say that? I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shoulding all over ourselves. Yeah. Many of us do it um unconsciously. Mm -hmm. Right. So Somehow. good. Yeah. I think so much of it is subconscious or conscious. We're not realizing, or yeah. we just we live in such a go-go-go world because I feel like we mix up busy with being important or busy with being fruitful or busy with um you know being good and i think busy is right. great for a season but for you know we're just so con sometimes we just realize like why am i doing this or how many yes. i mean i, I want to i i bet you i know this is rhetorical since it's just me and you but i feel like how many business business owners listening to this i'm sure we've all had a season we worked for three four months maybe four years i don't know 40 years i don't know and we realized that we were never aligned with what we were doing. We never should have been doing that in the first place. But if we had a chance right. to reflect, we'd be like, man, I would have missed that. I would have, things would have been a little bit different and a little, a little happier. But right. unfortunately, we have like maybe time for one more question and then we're going to have to move on. So Lindsay, I have a couple here, but I really want to make sure that you have, I love asking questions that bring out the most in you and what you love to say to the world. So for business owners out there, if you can kind of shout on top of a microphone uh, <laughs> to the world, what is something that you kind of want to get out or maybe there's a misconception, maybe you're noticing a pattern over and over again, all these business owners, maybe you're noticing a problem that you're like, hey, this isn't the problem. This is really the problem or just something that you just you kind of notice in entrepreneurs and business owners, maybe more specifically in pop folks. I know you can work with anybody mm, around the world, but anything yeah. that kind of come to mind that you kind of want to settle for once and yeah. for all. Well, my thing is, it's you really said it before productivity is not our worth but we really do equate working to feeling good and there's nothing wrong with having discipline and being a hard worker and having your impact but just remembering that it's also okay to slow down that we live in a society that tells us go 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 and if you're someone that has a lot of capacity to do that that's fabulous but Every single one of us needs to start getting more in touch with ourselves on what's actually, once again, coming back to alignment. What's in alignment with you? Um, are you just working because you feel like that's a big part of your identity or even I need to survive mm -hmm. and coming back to it's okay to take a breath. It's okay to reflect. It's okay to chat through some problems or barriers and find some solutions. And as you know, being a big reflector, you probably create so much more momentum just halting. So I just want to say to everyone, you're not a robot. Um, you're okay to slow down. It's okay to stop for a second and just take a breath and talk to someone, whether it's me or, or anyone else, a trusted friend, and figure out what's missing. Where do we go from here? Um, I think it's the, the rush mentality that were, you know, the lack mentality that is driving a lot of people, which is very understandable. Yeah. And I, I totally fall in everything you're saying, you're speaking right to me because 
I can so easily, especially when I'm doing things subconscious, I'm just, I'm literally just moving, just to move. You're just going. I, I'm yeah. just going. And so many times we just feel like a robot and we're just kind of going our beds to recharge. We wake next, the next day up and we're kind of back at it again. And then, like I said, I just think it's so important. You're, you're, you're speaking to me for sure. So, um, and I also want to thank you, give a shout out to, to Stephanie Conkel um, mm -hmm. for, for introducing us. Um, so I love that. So again, people introduce, I love friends of friends. And if you're a friend of my friend, you're a friend of me. So for me, uh, Stephanie, I just want to give you a quick shout out for, for, um, for connecting us over coffee before we had this here. So, so that being said, Lindsay, uh, thanks for your time. I know you're very, very busy. Um, for those that want to connect with you, they're like, I love this, this woman. I love how empowering <laughs> she is. I love who she is. I would love to at least, at least grab coffee with her. What's yeah. the best way for someone to reach out to you? You can put any contact info that you feel comfortable putting out there. Yes. Email is honestly the best. It's just my name. It's lindsay.amico at gmail.com. I also love connecting on LinkedIn. Uh, obviously, just find my name, Lindsay Amico, picture perfect mind, and shoot me a message. And I'm all about the people connections. I think so many of us are like that in Western New York. So please feel free to reach out and form that connection. Awesome. Again, if you haven't yet, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Make sure you follow us, connect with us on our, our email uh, marketing campaign. So that way you can always be the first to know. People always say, Dave, let me know when your next event is. I can't let over 3,000 of you know one-on-one. -on -one. That is literally impossible. Um, then I will feel like a robot. And that's not who I want to be <laughs> no. aligned with. So thanks for your time, Lindsay. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me.